Get up in the morning slaving for bread, sir So that every mouth can be fed for me Israelite Up in the morning, sleeping for bread, sir, so that every mouth can be fed. Oh, 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 Tear up choices ago. I don't want to end up like Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, Israelite. After a storm, there must be a cloud. If you catch me in a farm, you sound your
installment of Stereoscopic Readout here on 101.9 FM CITR UBC Campus Radio here in Vancouver, BC, Canada and it's your source for psychedelia garage rock, freak beat, acid punk, folk rock and some prog and other socially and musically relevant artifacts from 1965 to today Uh, and tonight's show is going to be a little bit of a departure for you because it's the Black History Month special. Yes, February Black History Month. And yeah, <laughs> not um, a whole lot in the sort of African-American psychedelic music front, but there are a few notable acts, which I'm going to be touching on today. And I'm also going to be going further and further afield for you, such as to Jamaica, which you just heard from, started the set off with... Desmond Decker and the Aces and their seminal reggae uh, track, The Israelites, which was a number one hit in Britain and Canada and a number of other countries around the world in 1969. It was the first reggae song to hit internationally. It was also a top 10 hit in the United States. And followed that with king tubby and a uh, track from his the originator cd called southern dove it's a very pretty melody i like it a lot and i've been waiting for an opportunity to play it on the show for you so um yeah as i said it's going to be a little mishmash of a bunch of things tonight but uh when you talk about black psych music obviously the band love comes to mind but another band which should come to mind is obviously funkadelic and we are getting to them right now.
you look into a book, you might just say, I had fun just like Run, DMC, and Jay. Flash your friends of CITR card and get discounts at Lucky's Comics, RX Comics, Magpie Magazine, People's Co-op Bookstore, and Spartacus Books. Support CITR and pick up your card today.
And we are back with Stereoscopic Readouts, Black History Month special here on 101.9 FM CITR. I'm your host, Darren, by the way, and I hope things are going well for you out in the listening void out there tonight. Started that set with some Funkadelic. Um, I mean, you could... It's long and complex history behind that band, but essentially uh, very closely related to a band, Parliament, and the band which Funkadelic evolved from the Parliaments. Essentially, the Parliaments were George Clinton's doo-wop band, and the, <clears throat> excuse me, Funkadelic was essentially their backing band, although at the time they didn't have a name. The the name Funkadelic being coined later on in the 60s. That track, uh, which I played, I Bet You, was actually a Parliament's song, which was reworked for Funkadelic's first album in 1969. Followed that with another, uh, followed that with another Detroit band, because Funkadelic sort of had relocated to Detroit by their, by the start of their career under that name. Uh, another Detroit band followed that called Black Murder, and they released an album on Chess Records in 1970, and that was a track called Cynthia Ruth. The last thing you heard was possibly one of the oddest psych um, artifacts you're likely to find, and that is Chubby Checker's Great Lost Psych album from 1970-71. At the time, he was living in the Netherlands, I think, presumably as a quasi-tax exile, but he recorded an album while he was out there. It was released in Europe at the time, but didn't really garner a U.S. release until the early 80s. Now, where am I going with this? Oh, yes. So we're into the first 20 minutes of stereoscopic readout here. Coming up at 7.30 is going to be Bleak and Exquisite Corpse. And then at 9, he is followed by Ben Lai and live from Thunderbird Radio Hell until 11, at which point it turns into BBC World Service or possibly a Ben Still Playing the podcasts of today's programming, that would be pretty cool. I haven't uh, haven't heard him do that for a while. But anyway, (coughs) excuse me. Coming up, I made a uh, rather dumb comment about, um, if you think about African-American psychedelic music, the first name you'd think of would be Love. Well, no, it would actually be Jimi Hendrix, wouldn't it? But uh, this is coming up right now. We have a set of music which kind of links Love and Jimi Hendrix together. And hopefully by the end of this set of music, you're going to understand why I've made that assumption. And kicking it off, this is a track, not a psych track, but I will explain it later. Is a track called My Diary by Rosalie Brooks.
twice I don't know if the third's the fourth Or if the, the fifth's to fix Sometimes I deal with numbers And if you want to count me Count me to the soundtrack to your life. Maybe a song from a film or a tune from TV. Radio Free Gak brings you sounds of the cinema along with the songs that will be defining your future and the forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Radio Free Gap, Monday evening, 7.30 till 9, yeah, on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. The UBC School of Music has jazz, opera, choirs, symphonies and more. Visit www.music.ubc.ca for listings of free and nearly free musical elixirs to keep you warm all winter long.
don't know how hard it is to let you go oh, even in the first or when we were starting i told your man was here to love but he had to
with Stereoscopic Readout on 101.9 FM CITR and our Black History Month special. So started that off with Rosalie Brooks. Now what is the significance of that track called My Diary, which was recorded early in 1965? Well, the track My Diary was written by one Arthur Lee, latterly of the band Love. And it also features a very early session get or guitar session by Jimi Hendrix on it. Jimi Hendrix, before he went to Britain, before he was sort of picked up at the Cafe Wa by Chas Chandler and brought to the UK and had a sort of a band built around him and his capacious talents, uh he sort of bummed around the States from you know, saw or backing gig to backing gig. He played guitar in the Isley Brothers band. He played guitar with Little Richard, amongst other people. But it wasn't until he was sort of discovered, quote unquote, discovered by Chaz Chandler, or rather, more uh, more accurately, by Linda Keith, who then sort of passed the information on to Chaz Chandler that he became a going concern and was brought to prominence in the music industry. So. Rosalie Brooks, My Diaries, followed that with the last track off of side one of Love's seminal Forever Changes album, The Red Telephone, and then a later Love track after most of the, actually after the only original member of the band left was Arthur Lee, jamming with Jimi Hendrix on a track called The Everlasting First, and then the last track you heard there was The Jimi Hendrix Experience and the B-side to Burning of the Midnight Lamp, The Stars That Play with Laughing Sam's Dice. So coming up on 18 minutes to 7 this evening, and I'm going to go off into a really long set here. I'm going to break it up, actually. I'm going to 
come in about halfway through and let you know what I'm playing and give you some information on the band. But this is one of my favorite bands around. Uh, they're very surprising. Had well over, probably over 100 singles, um, or at least 50, or between 50 to 100 singles. We're not, I'm not entirely sure. Albums in the double digits, uh, and a band from a tiny country, Benin, in Western Africa. This is TP Orchestra Polyrhythmo de Continu. Wow! <laughs> I'm not 
Back with you on 101.9 FM. UBC Campus Radio, and the show is Stereoscopic Readout, and you're listening to our Black History Month special, our last show for February, so thought I would get that dealt with before the end of the month. Uh, doing a pretty much a feature um, for the, I guess, next 15 minutes as well on TP Orchestra Polyrhythmo de Cotonou. Um, now, a little bit about them. It's a band that started off in 1972, approximately the late 60s, I should say. Um, Much of their recorded output began in the 70s when they garnered some, uh, how do you say, sponsorship. Um, You know, obviously Benin being a very poor country in West Africa, bands were pretty dependent on... um, the sort of sponsors or uh, sugar daddies as it were but not that kind of sugar daddy and they they found one in the form of the Alberica store which was music store in downtown Kotunu which is the capital of Benin or Dahomey as it used to be known but I'm not going to refer to it as that because that makes it even more com- complicated than it really needs to be but Alberica store music store in Kotunu Kotunu I should actually say sort of sponsored them and uh, put their singles and albums out. And I've checked the liner notes to one of the uh, CDs I'm playing this off of. Uh, over, 100, over, over 100 singles and over 50 LPs estimated by this band. And this is, in a, uh, this is a band that broke up in the early 80s. So you're talking about a, a, a career that spanned, you know, I mean, 15 years at best. By the end of their career, they had um, expanded with the explosion of Nigerian high life and the disco movement to, good God, I think I've accounted it once, but we're talking in the teens, like there's about 15 or 16 people in the band's in, band, including a horn section. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, yeah, 16 members by 1976. Uh Multiple guitarists, multiple backup singers, horn section, etc. But what we're concentrating on tonight is their early career when uh, they were still a little bit more R&B and local folk music oriented or local rhythms oriented. Started the set off with Avon de Pumedoga and all of these titles are in Fawn um, or French. Followed that with Dis-moi la vérité which in French means tell me the truth. Um, I can't translate any of the fond titles for you because I just I don't know the language. Followed that with Seche We Jomon, and then you heard... Oh, actually, what was that last thing you heard? Kochek Posso'o. Excuse me. Um, tracks I've played come from two different sources. One is a compilation called Kings of Benin Urban Groove 1972 to 1980. And the other one is The Voodoo Effect 1973 to 75. Both are really quite excellent. Um, Voodoo Effect being a little bit more focused on the early sound because they did have various sounds. I mean, the sound like what you're hearing, they did sound more like high life and disco towards the end of their career. They went through a uh, pretty pronounced... Uh, Cuban influence uh, phase 
and that kind of thing. So uh, long career, very, very versatile band, quite an excellent band. But if you can track down either of those two albums, I highly recommend either or both of them. And now from, ooh, we're going to continue. From uh, the third source I've got for some um, orchestra polyrhythmo for you tonight is the Luaka Bop compilation, Loves a Real Thing, World Psychedelic Classics Volume 3. And you, no, actually, that's not going to be kicking it off. We're going to be kicking it off with a track called Ia Meji Kibini, which is also from the Voodoo Effect CD. Yeah, I'm 
Nous essayons à Nous Nous Je vais vous faire 
with you here on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio, and the show is Stereoscopic Readout, and this is the ooh, final 10 minutes of our Black History Month special. That was a big uh, feature, long feature, on TP Orchestra Polyrhythmo de Contenu, a, um, well, a band from Benin in West Africa that I really, really like from the early and that was a collection of some of the earlier recordings circa 1972-ish to 1975-ish the second set started that off with Yamedji Kibini <laughs> and again uh, please don't ask me to translate I do not speak Fon which is the language that they're singing in followed that with Minsatole Mi and that from that set is the only track you'll find that was not from the Voodoo Effect compilation. That was from World Psychedelic Classics Volume 3, available on Luaka Bop. And then you heard Nuasaname, and then Mini Nonkapo. If that 
if anybody's out there from Benin, um, perhaps you could translate if you understand Fawn. But um, I'd be really surprised if anybody who speaks Fawn and is in Vancouver is actually listening to this right now. But, hey, you never know. So we're coming to the end of our uh, this this tonight's show. Um, as I mentioned before, I was going to start formatting a lot more shows, and I had promised last week that I think next week, the first show of March was going to be a look at Boston 1965 to 1969, but um, I'd I'd made a commitment to a friend of mine, Mr. Jeremy Andrew, manager of the Green Hour Band. He will be in as a guest next week, um, and he will have some cool new things to play for you. He will be telling you about the upcoming... Spin Drift, Upside Down, Green Hour Band, and Blue Violets show, which is going to be Saturday, March the 7th at Chapel Arts. Chapel Arts at, uh, well, it's it's just in behind the Patricia Hotel, just in behind Pat's Pub. I don't actually have the exact address on me at the moment, but he'll be coming in to plug the show, play a few things, and including, because the Green Hour uh, Band are in the studio right now recording their new album, and I popped in on Monday and visited them, and it's getting very heavy. Um, I'm not going to give too much away. Perhaps... Jeremy can come in with a rough mix of something that they're working on, but uh, good to see a slight, you know, not that they're doing the whole um, debut album slight return route. No, they they are progressing. They are evolving. They are maturing as a band. Ooh, losing the voice here. So anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much it from me tonight. I'm going to leave you with some Nigerian psych. This is a band called Ofo, the Black Company, from Nigeria, which did actually relocate to Germany in the early 70s, or sorry, later on in the 70s. They recorded um, for EMI in the early 70s, relocated to Germany later on in the 70s, and had a certain amount of success there. So we are going to be leaving you with a track called where are we at here? Enyaro, and then the legendary track Allah Wakbar. You've probably heard that on this show before. If you listen more than once in a while, you've probably heard that sh- that track. But anyway, I'm out of here. This is this is Ofo the Black Company, and Exquisite Corpse is up next.
insidious virus in the midst of this illegal downloading of music is piracy on the net. On Sunday, March 8th, Dr. hosts a special preview screening of the documentary R.I.P. R.I.P., a remix manifesto, is an edgy exploration of copyrights law's effect on the future of art and our daily activities in a world where watching YouTube and downloading music is the norm. R.I.P. follows Girl Talk, a hip-hop DJ acknowledged by many as a lawsuit waiting to happen due to his famous mashups. The film asks us to consider a balance between artistic inspiration, sharing within a community, and copyright protection.